the world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. I hope you're uh, sitting down today as you listen to this show because at the end of it, um, I'm going to want you to be standing up and saying, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to do it, take this anymore. And then I want you to do something about it. Notably, contact your congressman or other elected officials and uh, try to find those people in this world who are still sane. <laughs> um, and that is getting hard to find in our government, particularly starting with George Bush. Um, the show today is called Terrorists Are Laughing All the Way to Our Ports. And uh, this really is not a laughing matter. If it, if, if it wasn't so surreal and if it wasn't so true, I mean, you could laugh at it. You, if, I guess a year ago we might have been able to laugh at it because it wouldn't have been believable. And today, too, it's still very difficultly believable and that is what i'm talking about is uh the idea that we uh, we meaning america is going to well government <laughs> uh, the white house is going to be handing over the management of six ports uh to a company in the united arab emirates uh company in dubai it's called dubai ports world and um so in case you've been under a rock and you live in New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Baltimore, New Orleans, or Miami, I suggest you come out from under your rock and realize that you had best do something to stop this from happening. Now, I know there are a lot of listeners, actually, in um, Arab countries, including the United Arab Emirates, and I'm not saying that all of you are terrorists. What I am saying, however, is that um, there is certainly enough unrest in that part of the world. I don't think anybody will disagree with that. And there are certainly enough companies who know how to manage ports, such that we do not have to hand over six of our major ports to a, a company that is located in Dubai, which may well be friendly to us, the company or Dubai, um, at this particular moment, uh, at least the people involved in this transaction, although certainly that is also something to be questioned and investigated. But Giving people the benefit of the doubt, even if that is the case, certainly with all of this unrest, we don't know how long um, that those people who are currently in control of this company are still going to be in control. So we're going to be talking about that today. We're going to also be talking about um, uh, Bush's mental health and also our mental health, what is going on with the American people. As you know, if you've been listening to the... <laughs> to the show for a while. Um, I'm in the process of writing a book about terrorism. It's called Dreams Interrupted, Coping with Terrorism, a Psychological Survival Guide. And uh, I've been studying this phenomenon about how, to what degree we're in denial for a long time. And even I find this just mind-blowing. I could not have foreseen that something like this would happen. And it really does not only put into question 
just how uh, corrupt the White House has become, but also, as a psychiatrist, I'm particularly interested in the fact that it puts into question Bush's mental health and whether he is just so eager to, whether he's been so stressed um, by what's been going on since 9-11 that he is eager for, unconsciously, for uh, the war on terrorism to be over, even if it means that we lose. So, to uh, help me talk about some of these issues is an equally opinionated woman. <laughs> I don't know, Arlene, we better say our opinions quickly because uh, I think both of us are... <laughs> The last issue, the last issue of uh, was that lifestyles had me written up as politically incorrect and loving it. (laughs) Yes, right. Um, Arlene Peck, she is an internationally syndicated columnist. She's a TV talk show host, and she has been on the show before. She is also one of the hundred most influential Jewish women, and she writes a column. That's what uh, that's what actually spurred me to have you on again today. Besides the fact that you're a great guest. Full of uh, a lot of interesting things to say, um, but some of your recent columns have been um, really right on and very uh, not pulling any punches. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I noticed actually that your your home number you now have uh, have it arranged so that not just anyone can call. You have to show your number. Have you been getting some kind of threats? No. Which one was? What are you talking about? Um, the, oh the, yeah, you're right. No, I. I uh, uh, <laughs> it's not because of that. Okay. No, I had, I had calls coming in in the middle of the night I, I didn't want, so I put uh-huh. a uh, black thing right. Okay. Well, I mean, but the truth is that obviously uh, we're both rather outspoken women, and um, it comes with the territory that some people are not going to like it. And, in fact, let me invite all of you listeners, if you don't like anything that's being said today on the show, feel free to call in. The number to call is... Um, to make your comments is 866-472-5788. But first, let's hear what my guest has to say. Well, you know, it's, this is like you say, total craziness. It's like the fox checking out the hen house. Yes. And, and uh, or you know, it's, it's sort of the mentality of saying, well, gee, let's get a, a, a child sex offender to be the babysitter. Yes, exactly. And, and I, the mentality that... that that is leading, or the lack of leadership that's leading our country, it is so frightening because for so many years now, I think as you know, and if you want, please go on the Internet and just click on, go to Google. And but click not, on yet, not yet, not yet, not <laughs> yet. Because people will do that and they won't, then they won't be able to hear what you're saying. Oh, no, no, well, not now. I'm trying to say that. I've been <laughs> so many columns on this is what I'm saying. I just wanted to pick up some of the columns because sure. I've been writing for so many years that Israel was the canary in the tunnel. And it wasn't, you know, once they finished with the Saturday people, you know, the Sunday people were coming. Mm-hmm. And and this is what's happening. My God, they're blowing up their own mosque now. And so this is a mentality that is like seventh century. We're, we're looking at people cutting off heads, cutting off hands. And, and this is a mentality that we're saying, come on in, you know, come over our borders, you know, run our ports. I mean, there's absolutely no logic and no, no, uh, you know, but like you say, if it wasn't so, so frightening, you know, people could be laughing because you're saying, well, they, they, they did it as a joke. Right. But it's, it's no joke. And, and at this point in time now, uh, I mean, we do have a chance, you know, at least, I didn't, I don't think Bush even expected the uproar that's coming now. And, and, and it should be getting bigger and bigger and bigger every day because, folks, this is our country. You saw what's been happening in Europe? Well, this is what the plans for us next. And I, you know, I'm an American citizen. I don't want this. 
Yeah, well, what are you referring to? The fact, what are you referring to exactly? Well, first the, of all, I think, the, I think we, like, you know, all of us have to, I, I write out. You know, I write my columns. I go in, I speak in speaking engagements. You do your radio shows. We, you know, we try the best we can. But there's a whole audience out there that, you know, one of you can do some. You start sending out these emails to people all over the world. You know, you send your, your congressmen, your senators, you call the, you know, you make enough fuss. Somebody can do something. Uh, right. Because we, we're, otherwise we're down the tubes. Well, right, and there is this kind of complacency um, in our country um, where people think that if, as long as it's not, you know, right at their front door today, um, they just go about their business, going to movies, going to malls, and eating hamburgers, and just pretending See, that all know, of that stuff from 9-11 has gone away. And, of course, it has it, but, you know, I, I really, it's bothered me for so many years, and I stop and I think that we are so spoiled and our our mentality is the 21st century. And so we cannot comprehend, uh, you know, a, a culture of 1.4 billion people that is back to the 8th century. Right. But this is, it, it's a primitive, it's primitive what we're seeing. I mean, this is, you, you cannot turn a television on. I, I remember not that many years ago, I want to go back, you know, to was, was, uh, Ricky Martin gay and was Britney Spears getting divorced. I mean, this is, you know, this is all we had in our televisions and our news. And now, we, for years now, we cannot turn on the television, cannot turn on the television or the radio without seeing these horrible, horrible sights. And every every war in the world now, every war, every conflict is Muslim based. Now, if this doesn't tell you something, I mean, we we're not, you know, we're not uh, going to give them a hug. This is not going to work in California. You know, everybody tries to, you know, be rational and be, you know, be nice and give them a hug. These are people out to kill us, and and the only thing, it's like a cancer. You have to destroy it. Period. Well, uh, you know that that is one of the points that I think Bush misses. That that I think a lot of people miss in the in and that is the fact um, that this is not something t- people who are terrorists are not thinking about today. They are thinking they are in it for the long run. They are in it to bring down America for the long run. It's like and, one slice at a time. They say one slice at a time, and then before you know it, you know they've won. Yes. And, you know, we all have thought, as you say, we're spoiled. We all have thought that that was just impossible, but so did the Romans. And we are fiddling as America is burning just in the same way. People don't want to be roused from their denial to acknowledge that. And and, and specifically the case now with the ports. You know, I, I I almost had to laugh when I read how they've agreed you know, they've agreed to have this 45-day, you yes. know, uh, rest. And I'm thinking, when when do they have the right to agree? Isn't this yes. our country? I mean, that they agree to allow us? Yes. Uh, yes. This, this already has a, you know, has a connotation that they're our, our boss. Yes, and they're exactly. Gonna, you know, it's up to our government to make the agreements, not, not you know, uh, Dubai. And, and I stop and I think you take the country that we're dealing with. This is a country that their human rights are horrible. They have women can't vote. They can't drive. They have slavery. I mean, they do absolutely, you know, they believe in cutting off the hands and, the, you know, killing adulterers, adulteresses. And, and these are the, who are they perceived to be when at least they'll kill them. And the honor killings and things. And this is a mentality that we're going to turn over anything to. And this is the government. I'm saying this is, uh, and I don't, you know, not too many people have been commenting on another thing that has got me very upset is that this is a country that refuses to, uh, you know, they boycott Israel. 
does this mean, I mean, you know, with, with their rabid anti-Semitism, that if any, you know, anything concerning any components or anything that have been made in Israel or assembled in Israel or anything, you know, they, they won't take in? Wait, which country? In, uh, 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 Saudi Arabia. You mean United Arab Emirates? Yes. They so, boycott Israel. They boycott Israel. So I'm just saying, with this mentality, I mean, this is, this is you know, the kind of... Right. Oh, so you mean would they would they manage their ports to not take things in from Israel? That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no one's talking about that. But I mean, yeah. this this in itself should be reason enough yeah. for the Bush uh, uh, administration to say, "Hey, this is an overt anti-Semitic uh, yeah. activity that you're doing, and we yeah. can't go along with it." The same way, you know, that that. Uh, we can't fund Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. Okay. Well, we need to take a break right now. You can continue <laughs> okay. when we come back. <laughs> take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest, who has an opinion or two, is Arlene Peck. She's an internationally syndicated TV uh, syndicated columnist and TV talk show host. And when we come back, we'll talk more about terrorists laughing all the way to our port. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors cried the second. I hope it has the bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadilocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the App Council. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. Expand love and light in the universe. Tune into Miracles Happen, Dreams Do Come True with Iris Jackson every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Each week, Iris and her guests empower, encourage, affirm, acknowledge, and remind us of who we really are, providing tools and processes to fulfill our destiny passionately, victoriously, and joyously. Miracles Happen, Dreams Do Come True is under the guidance and direction of our beloved I Am Presence, the seven mighty Elohim, the ascended masters, and the legions of light, and is given with fervent and heartfelt wishes that all of your dreams come true and are a thousand times more wonderful than you ever dreamed possible. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. 
Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. My guest today is Arlene Peck. She's an internationally syndicated columnist and TV talk show host. We're talking today about terrorists laughing all the way to our ports. And actually, it's interesting, if you go, not now, but at the end of the show, if you want to go to the aljazeera.net website, um, you'll see the spin that they put on this. And they're following every single detail in, in this, as you might imagine, um, it's not that this is all going on in secret. I actually want to call, um, maybe get you to think about this, uh, even to the point of considering a movement to impeach Bush. After all, uh, years ago, there was this whole, everybody was in a tizzy about um, impeaching Clinton when he slept with, Mo- well, no, wait, <laughs> when he had sex, whatever sex is, is, uh, with Monica Lewinsky. And, um, you know, I mean, yes, certainly, you know, that, that had its issues and all of that, but when you compare having uh, something that is sexual with Monica Lewinsky to giving away our ports, the management of our ports, in New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Baltimore, New Orleans, and Miami, New Orleans that has enough trouble, I mean, as though, um, you know, if someone was managing the port of New Orleans, which is in such chaos at this point, they could pretty much get away with whatever they wanted. I mean, I don't know where people's heads are. And at this point, Bush has a 34% um, popularity. It has sunk uh, further than ever, which kind of makes you wonder, why is it worth it to Bush? Perhaps he didn't expect quite a drop in his popularity, but he would have known that this was going to be some, that there were going to be some problems caused by this. And of course, at the beginning, they tried to say uh, that Bush didn't know anything about it. It's like the Jackie Mason routine. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. Nobody told me. How could I know where was? I wasn't there <laughs> when it happened? I mean, again, it, you know, it, it's it's funny in the sense that it's ridiculous, but it's obviously the most serious thing facing our country today. And um, Arlene, I wonder if you could tell us what do you think? Why do you think Bush is willing? Um, and still willing. Whatever he found out about it, he is still willing and threatens to veto I think, anything. That's... I think it's so corrupt. I think he and you know he is such a close relationship with the Saudis, uh, and I, I really don't think the man is that bright. I really don't. When you say impeach right. and there's 34 uh, percent, it makes a lot of sense to me because someone ought to tell this man that the, the ports of the United States are very you know critical part of our infrastructure. Uh, our security is based to a large part on them, and they should not be in the government hands of a foreign nation. I mean, it's as simple as that. When you say a uh, company, that's another thing people keep right. saying, you know, a company. No, it's not a company. It's a country. And, you know, they talk about how it was in, uh, you know, British, you know, British company for years. Well, yeah, when's the last time British bombed us? When's right. the last time we were at war with Britain? And that was a company, again, not uh, a country. And there's a big difference that we're dealing with a country, and we're dealing with a country uh, that, uh, you know, there's, there's 1.4 billion in this, in this, not that country, but this culture, that ha- have, have uh, determined, determined to destroy not just us, but the entire Western world. I said, yeah. you know, Israel is just a little teeny speck over there. And now you can, and we see it now. We see what's happened with burning down Paris, with, you know, all the different wars and yeah. all the different places. And it started, and they're climbing over the hill, and it's, 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 
barbarianism that we don't understand, but we have, we better wake up soon because it's, it's, it's savages we're dealing with. We are dealing with a savage mentality that wants to destroy us. People that will cut off heads. And what, what I'm, I'm so appalled at is, is I used to sit there and say, well, no, not everybody's like that. How Butch keeps coming out and saying, no, it's a peaceful culture. Well, that's great. But I tell you what, why don't you show me 50? I'm not talking the million man march. I'm talking 50 that are, that will come out and be verbal about we're ashamed of this sort of behavior. Yes. Out of 1.4 billion, finding 50 people shouldn't be too difficult, but it seems to be. Can you name any marches? Or can you name any, any, uh, they write something, they're dead. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's something that we've got, we've got to get control over, and I'm saying we've got to do it. Thank God that the Susan Collins from Maine has come out and, uh, yes. New Jersey. Why don't you, why don't you, um, Tell tell us about that. There there may be so. I actually I was just reading about it recently, and that is it just happened yesterday. What was that? That she came out and oh, well, little by little they're all coming. Uh, Charles Schumer, I think, was you know leading it from New York, and and, and uh, you know he's he's been down. You know it's it's really funny. It's like uh, I've got a lot of people. You know my my readers have been writing back about how we have to do business with them and all that. And I grew up down. I may not sound it, but I grew up down south, darling, and my mother. Queen Molly used to tell me, she'd say to those, those colloquialisms down south about southern girls, and she'd say, you know, you better behave, and you better never, never avoid the, not just evil, but the appearance of evil. Mm-hmm. And then another one of those great ones was, you know, you lay down with dogs and you get fleas. Yeah. So somehow it's sort of like, you know, you keep inching in here with the open borders and, you know, open open companies taking over our ports and things like that. You know, before you know it, you're flea infested, and you're, you're going to be just like Paris, burning. Well, yes, let, let me just, um, there was, you, you know, one of the interesting little, um, uh, I guess, uh, subplots in this, <laughs> and I use that word <laughs> on purpose, um, was this whole issue about the um, the Coastal Committee. I'm trying to find the... Um, the information that I had about that, but the uh, the Coast Guard report um, that oh, they came out, yeah, they they came out questioning it. Yes, but that but that was hidden. I mean, when this was first announced, when we first heard about this deal, um, it was presented as though nobody was questioning it, that there was no problem. Especially our president. What what amazes me is the fact that he wasn't even notified of this until it was all over. Well, you and know, then, wait, let me say one more thing. Even after that, is after all of that, how he has the mentality that the one the one veto he wants to do in six six years now. Yes. Is that veto? Veto? Veto this? I mean, this right. is, I, I can't even comprehend. Well, I mean, I don't. I find it a little hard. I mean, I, I don't know which is worse. If he really didn't know about it, I mean, I yeah. find that hard to believe. But if it is true, that's even scarier because it shows that Cheney and his friends are running the government. Exactly. Um, but this is, this was an important part that um, a Republican senator, Susan Collins, Collins, at a Homeland Security Committee meeting. Um, hearing to brought out the fact that there had been this Coast Guard report that did question um, the. In fact, <laughs> this is in part of the Al Jazeera um, article today that um, that it was she was the one who brought out the fact 
that in, that this wasn't that everybody wasn't behind this that not everybody thought this was the greatest thing to do that in fact there had been questions regarding security um, in a coast guard report and that was just pu- pushed aside and nobody when this whole thing was announced nobody brought it out that in fact there had been these questions i don't know where the people on the coast guard committee were but um, you, who subdued them and why but it took this uh, a Republican yet, you know, I think I think that was very courageous of her um, to, to find it. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. She's to, a Democrat from Maine. You're right. To find it and, and bring and out this Maine, point. Right. And, in fact, also the, the Teamsters and Long, Longshoremen have, have, have joined, you know, to come out against this, too. Mm. But, like, like, you know, you're saying there was a rush, there was a rush to judgment. And... and uh, it's still not too late, folks. I mean, we we still we we have to take take control of our own country. Uh, the borders here. I you know, I living in California. I just look at it, it's appalling. What was it? Half a million they caught just in Arizona that they turned away. Half a million last year of these illegal. Now, how many people are coming in from from across the border, bringing in not just uh, crime and and you know, but terrorism? We're, we're we're opening it up, and 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 this mentality of Bush with his his guest worker plan, you know, let's let's give guest worker programs to thirty million people and bring in their families. I I, I just, I, you know, I I get to the point sometimes. I think to myself, when are we going to get it? When we when like yeah. Paris or or like Europe? That's now there's no more Europe. They're, you know, they're they're wearing burkas. I just had a friend that <laughs> came back from Paris, and she said it was the most frightening thing. You know, because. Uh, they they were her, her daughter was married to a, an Orthodox Jewish guy, and they lived in an area uh, that was once Jewish has now been taken over totally by the Muslims. And she said, uh, "It doesn't make the papers, but her her uh, grandson's schools, you know, has been firebombed a couple times. The, ki- the kids can't walk outside without you know hearing dirty Jew, and and you know they're not Israeli. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just right. it's just such a a uh, system now that that little by little by little." It's a takeover, and and we've got to fight it. You're so you're so brave. I really think Carol to come out or Dr. Levin to come out and and pick issues like this. It's a very you know it's a very uh, current and a brave thing that you're doing because maybe some of the people out there will listen to you and and make changes. Well, I mean the time is running out, folks. Um, you know I don't know what more has to happen for us to realize that um, this is a very dangerous government that we elected, okay? You know, well, of course, there, yeah, there are even some questions. <laughs> when? That's dubious, too. Well, I was just going to say, there are even <laughs> questions about that. Certainly the election before this one um, it was very questionable, I mean, as to whether Bush actually won, and, and this year, too. And it's so amazing how there's just a, you know, there have been some people to uh, who have been trying to examine the fact that there were, seemed to be such voting irregularities, and yet it's all very quiet. And, um, you know, their slogan of four more years, four more years, I don't know if this country, you know, what this country, weeks. yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hate to, his, his, um, his presidency is only half over this term, and I, I'd hate to see what he's going to do with the rest of it. I'm waiting to see when he's going to address the issue, because it's against U.S. law for companies to comply with the Arab boycott of Israel. And, and uh, you know, now that the, the, the bipolar war, you know, they're buying control of it, I mean, I wonder, I just wonder when he is going to, you know, face this issue because it's, it's, it's on our books. It's a law, and they're breaking a law, and, and we're going to sit there and do business with them the same way with Hamas. 
Uh, Hamas is a terrorist organization, period. I don't care if they, if they elected themselves, you know. <laughs> and I knew this was going to happen. I have, I have been writing about this. Since I said, once we pushed Israel, then it was going to be a total, uh, open up, a, you know, another area right there. It was like a Pandora's box of terrorism, which was, we forced into Gaza. Yes. I mean, it was before, but now they can just, you know, they have free reign to carry over, you know, across their borders. Yes, and, and we, we've talked about this at the last time, and we can talk a little bit more about that. I know, we both forecast that. Nobody listened. Let's right. hope, uh, let's hope this can be a, some, a different story. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. We're trying to do some rabble rousing today. My guest is Arlene Peck, and when we come back, we'll talk more about terrorists laughing all the way to our ports. So stay tuned. Connecting your world. The Internet's number one talk and information station. VoiceAmerica.com Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound. Discuss proper obedience and training techniques. And find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo, Lake Bell from Surface joins us to tell us about the show, and TD-0013, our resident stormtrooper, joins us in studio to help us talk about the sci-fi that's happened this week. That's this week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And this is the show that's launching an impeachment against Bush. <laughs> you heard it here. Trying first. to get you to uh, yes, you heard it here first. Trying to get you to uh, to contact your congressmen and other elected representatives to um, really <laughs> inject a, a note of sanity into what's going on in the United States, uh, so that this plan to have a company or the country of the United. Arab Emirates um, is not going to uh, continue in the plan for them to take over six ports. Let me read you a quote. We will not discriminate between those who committed the acts and those who harbor them. Who said that? Uh, my guest, Arlene Peck, um, 
who is a national, internationally syndicated columnist and TV talk show host, might know. Uh, that was George Bush, and, she's, and he said that right after 9-11. Well, certainly the United Arab Emirates, a country where uh, two of the hijackers came from, from uh, who, who were involved in the 9-11 attacks, and a country where lots of money has been um, laundered from terrorists, um, certainly, you know, and who have harbored terrorists, obviously not only those two, but they're actually... There's even some strong suspicions of this country having uh, harbored Osama bin Laden himself. And, um, you know, again, as I said at the, at the beginning of the show, I'm sure that not, um, you know, everyone in the United Arab Emirates wants to destroy the United States, but um, it is also <laughs> reasonably uh, sure that there are some who do, and they well, might well get in uh, control of... The, the ports, uh, be involved in this managing of our ports. And as my guest brought out, not only that, but the United Arab Emirates um, has a boycott against Israel. And so what is that going to mean as far as managing the ports in the United States? Are they going to boycott Israeli products too? And I, I want to bring up a point too to you where you say that they, they were called after this. Uh, uh, they were called because they said uh, they called uh, Mohammed Rashid Adin, a staff member of the Dubai Customs Department Office for the Voice Cut of Israel, and he told the uh, Jerusalem Post in, uh, in Israel in a phone interview, if a product contained even some components that were made in Israel and you wanted to import it to Dubai, would it, would it, it would be a problem, hmm. what he said. So he said that, you know, the boycott still stands. They have no, no reason to change it. And this is, this is something right there that should stop it. So you uh, you mean to this. What was you mean after this whole deal was announced? They're still boycotting Israel. Of course. And, and do you remember, and it's not that long ago, that they were giving fundraisers. Remember they raised, I forgot, $100 million fundraisers to pay for the, the families of the, quote, suicide homicide bombers. So the families of the ones that went in and, and you know and, and uh, did bombing in Israel, they they had money for the family afterward. This this was uh, Saudi Arabia. Don't you remember that telethon that we sat there and watched on television? And it was for terrorists. Now this is who we now are planning to turn over our our control. I don't think so. Uh, you know we 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 don't comprehend because we think this peace. Uh, you know, the, the whole world wants it. You know, this is a democracy that, you know, this is a culture that's based on submission. Uh, they don't want the democracy we're offering. You know, they live to sing death to the Jews all day, every day, and death to the West, and death to the United States. Well, you know, I mean, it kind of makes me wonder, though, what is happening in, in our country, because it seems like there are too many people here who have become sheep and who aren't questioning enough the government and who did, to some degree at least, um, want Bush. I mean, many of them, if not the majority, uh, wanted Bush as president. And and the whole point, what Bush ran on, this is sort of the, the most ironic part of all, the way that Bush got in, um, supposedly, into power both times, is because, well, I mean, the second time, um, but is because he ran on the platform of the fact that he would better be able to protect us from terrorists than John Kerry. What a laugh that is. What a I, surprise. <laughs> I mean, yes. You know, and, and that's what people, um, everybody wanted to be protected. That sounds good. Okay, we'll vote for him. But now, apparently, 
I mean, I, I really don't know whether it is more um, a matter of money. I mean, we know that certainly Cheney and Halliburton well, oil. Have, yeah. have when. No, I said it's the oil too. You know, well, we're, yes, we're, but I mean, Cheney and Halliburton, his company Halliburton, have been skimming off money everywhere they can get it, but. Um, you know, is that really, uh, I mean, it's just so hard to believe that they would be and Would so you be surprised if Halliburton came in along with this? It's <laughs> the only company that could, could handle this, this port deal and work with the, the, the I would well, not be surprised. Well, no, I think they... there is some connection. Yeah, actually. I know there is. So, so we've got, I mean, we've got to fight it. There's, there's so few in the media, uh, I, I was appalled. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe that Bill O'Reilly, uh, Came out now for it. Uh, Hannity, uh, you know, I, he, he touts the, the party line just so much it sounds like Rush Limbo, but I was really surprised at, at uh, him. I know there's only one. No, that wait, I... wait, wait. Hannity and Combs, I was watching them the other night, and actually, they, you know, usually they are very pro Bush, but actually, they were raising a lot of these questions, and they, they, they were appalled as well. Well, they the, weren't exactly the only one that really tells it like it is is Michael Savage. I mean, this this man, uh, you got to listen to him a little bit. I yes. think he'll straighten up a lot of your questions because uh, you, you, you we're just so politically corrupt. We're afraid to make people angry, and, and we have so many Arabists. I think I think what's happened. We have so many Arabists in our State Department, and they don't want to make anybody mad, and we want to keep good friends. Well, these aren't friends. They never vote for us. I, I don't have the figures in front of me, but I, I think the only the only consistent friend that Israel, that the United States has had in the United Nations, which is a joke to begin with, was Israel. The rest of the Arab countries, which we send so much you know support, uh, and they vote consistently against us. You know, yes. in every vote that we ever do. And, and you know that whole thing about Hamas um, being elected and all of these countries that are that are supporting Hamas. Um, because uh, I guess to help them uh, now cultivate the land that Israel gave up, um, and we we both warned them not to do that. Um, but well, we pu- we push Israel. What it is is you know, which is another ironic thing too, because Bush came in as a great friend of the, uh, you know, the Israel and the state of Israel and all this and that, and a big protector. And he's probably the, been the worst I can remember, maybe since I don't know Carter, who 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 I thought was pretty bad also. Uh, but here, here's a person now that has done everything. We send, we push Israel to the wall to make these decisions, which I have written completely. Again, folks, if you get a chance, just click on my name. They'll pop up about, you know, is Israel a banana republic? Because we treat Israel like a banana republic. You know, it's time for them to learn how to just say no. And, and we don't give them that choice. And it's, it's really pretty hard. We pushed them to giving up Gaza. Well, now Gaza is like a sieve of, of terrorism. Yes, and, and much closer to Israel. And, and, I mean, and Israel course, has nothing to do, and Israel can walk, you know, walk away and say, all right, fine, now, now whose fault is it? They're in there killing each other. They're bombing each other's mosques. And we talk about, uh, you know, about the wall. That wall was not to keep people from get, going out like it was in Russia. This is a wall to keep terrorists from coming in, yeah. and I, God, I wish we had one here in our country. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know, of course, of course, you know, the leaders of Israel do have to take responsibility for their, I mean, yes, Bush may well have pushed them to do that, but they have to take responsibility just like, you know, Bush has to take yeah. responsibility for these ports. And it was pretty shocking and, and disappointing to see that um, that they did get out of the land without being able to see. I mean, it's the same kind of nearsightedness, although I expected Israel to being right there in the middle and having such a history would have been able to realize that, um, giving any amount of land was not going to solve the problem of, of these people wanting to kill them. So, 
So now, though, um, well, see the attitude is like you know, it's like they feel it's like alligators. You know, the answer is not to give alligators more meat. <laughs> but this is this is what they're doing. You know, it's, it's one slice at a time. You know, they right. think if they throw more, if they throw more, uh, you know, the nature uh, of these alligators who call themselves Palestinians is to throw them more meat. Yes, and, but but what I'm trying to bring up is how um, countries, even Israel, although I've, I don't know, from what I've been reading, they've kind of been going back and forth on this, but um, the European Union, I mean, people have been going back and forth, but there are way too many people who have been actually, and I don't even know, I, I assume probably America is involved in this too, giving money to the Hamas leaders now who have taken over the land that Israel gave up. Which they, which they, supply, which they supply for arms and terrorism. All right. their money goes in for, to, you know, for killing machines. Right. And, and uh, I don't know. I, I know we, have, we are on record as saying that we will never give in to a terrorist. I, yes. I do know that I've read recently that, that already uh, Russia has invited them over. And the European yeah. Union are, are coming out with comments about, well, they have, even the LA Times, I couldn't believe, which is so, so anti-Israel, it's, it's a rabid anti-Israel newspaper. Right. And they had an editorial just the other day about, well, Hamas, we should give, I don't have the, you know, the words in front of me, but Hamas, we should give them a chance. But, yeah. you know, basically it's what they said. Let's, let's see what Hamas is going to do. I know what Hamas is going to yeah. do. They, they have yet to come out saying that they, they, uh, would change the charter, which is a destruction of the state of Israel. They want to kill every Jew that's in there and push them into the sea. And let me tell you, folks, it's not Israel. It, it, it's the world. It, it's just Israel happens yeah. to be living in a bad neighborhood <laughs> and, and surrounded by 22 hostile nations. Uh-huh. But, but it's, it's uh, you know, you look and see what they want for Israel. They want for the rest of us. And we have yeah. got to protect ourselves. And it's not by, by uh, walking in the sunset holding hands with the king of, of uh, Saudi Arabia. Yes, absolutely. Like... Uh, the the movie um, Fahrenheit 9/11. Michael Moore brought up the fact that uh, the Bush family is so friendly, so cozy with uh, the the leaders of Saudi Arabia, and everybody was well. A lot of people, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people were pretty shocked at that. And uh, yet, it has been borne out, you know, to to be more true. I you mean, know, it's so was, ironic. Is, is I'm. I'm a, I'm agreeing with Michael Moore. I can't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's the funny thing is too. I didn't come in as a hater of Bush. I, I don't like. I didn't like Gore either. When, especially the last comment that he was, you know, quoted as saying in, in Dubai. I was thinking to myself, if he talks about America to an American audience, I mean, to a, a an Arab audience, like he, you know, did. Uh, I, I'm not. This would have been our representation. With, I'm not familiar with that. Maybe you can tell us that when we come back. Okay. We need to take a break. You're listening okay. to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest is Arlene Peck. She's an internationally syndicated columnist and TV talk show host. We're talking today about terrorists laughing all the way to our ports. And I'm your psychiatrist host on Dr. Carol's Couch, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Information you need, when you need it. VoiceAmerica.com West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. 
World-renowned cosmetic surgeon and scientist, Dr. Andrew G. Berman, hosts Beauty in America, broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. What is beauty? How is it viewed in a cross-cultural context? And what is the role of plastic surgery in society, careers, and life? Expert guests join Dr. Berman to discuss historic and current concepts of beauty and plastic surgery, as well as trends, advances, and gimmicks. Beauty in America with Dr. Andrew G. Berman finds out what is real and what is hype right here on the Voice America channel, Fridays at 2 p.m. Results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgery. After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. Today is Impeach Bush Day. Starting the ball rolling on Dr. Carol's couch. You heard it here first. first. (laughs) And uh, I'm really, I mean, you know, we have been laughing at times with my guest, Arlene Peck, uh, but obviously this is dead serious stuff, and um, Bush is putting us all in danger in regard to the ports handing them over to Dubai Ports World um, in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, that's just really the latest in a lot of uh, blunders that he has made. Our country has spent $18 billion since 2001, since 9-11, to make sure that people can't get on the planes with shoe bombs and um, other assorted um, terrorist supplies and uh, box cutters and such. And in, and while we're paying attention to the airplanes, um, we're giving away the ports to be managed by an Arab country. And um, really, you know, I, I am, besides the fact that, yes, as we talked about, it could certainly have to do with money related to uh, a gain for Bush and Cheney and, and their friends, um, it also makes me be concerned that... Um, Bush may be losing it. Uh, I mean, not that he, not that he had much to begin with, but um, this stress, you know, that he has been going undergoing since nine eleven. Uh, certainly, he has had a really tough job. We'll give him that. Um, having to, you know, be concerned about a lot of problems, foreign and domestic, and I think that um, he may be suffering from battle fatigue and/or post-traumatic stress disorder. Such that he's impairing his judgment. Yes. Can you explain? Because I, I watched him in his press conference, and he said these are cold-blooded murderers who want to destroy America. You cannot reason with them. You have to destroy them. Yes. And then he approves turning over the security of yes. the six major air, uh, seaports to an Arab company. Now, what do you see wrong with this picture? I mean, I know Jimmy Carter didn't, who's on record as saying, you know, he he's all for it. But he was, you know, as I said, the worst governor I ever had in Georgia. 
the worst president other than the, the, the recent one. How, how can he say this? Well, does he believe any of this? Or, I well, mean, yes, I, that's that's the thing. I mean, and, either it is that he is knows that he's lying and he's doing it for some political or uh, financial, financial and or financial gain, or he really, you know, is just not able to think rationally anymore. And um, I mean, I I don't know. This is all just. I mean, there have been reports, and I certainly don't know whether they are true, but there have been reports that he has been uh, seen to be drinking again. And, um, you know, he does, it is known that he does, is a recovering alcoholic. I mean, he did have uh, a problem with alcoholism. That is certainly known. And um, certainly being president during these times could drive one to drink, and perhaps that is he's, part he, of it I, tell you, I, never, I don't drink, and he's driving me to drink, I think. <laughs> Well, you know, all of these things need to be looked at because I, I think that this ports deal is what is making people, so, even his own party, say, wait a minute, what's going on well, here? We're waiting for the other shoe to drop this where we all have the feeling, I think. Right. But at the same time, you know, I think that there have been little things happening that people just haven't been paying enough attention to all along. And this is just the most outrageous. Well, you know, I think when it first started, this whole this whole Islamic fundamentalist thing. At first, it was like, can't them Arabs and Jews get along in Israel? You know, no one no one gave it much thought. It was just a, an Arab Jewish thing, and it's not. I mean, I, you know, I kept saying when they finish with the synagogues, they're going for the churches and churches. It's it's like all over Europe, they're burning down churches or they're tearing them down and putting up a mosque on top. And this is the churches, and now we're seeing them burning their you know blowing up their own mosque, which is is so. Unbelievable to sit there and watch this daily carnage of their own, because they can't get along with their own. Even you know when, when they can't when they yes. can't climb over the fence to get to us, they're going to turn in and you know and wouldn't eat their own. Well, you know, I love one of the things that you wrote in one of your columns about um, them fighting over cartoons. What was that line about them fighting over cartoons and I, about I, the Arabs fighting over cartoons? I mean, that how can we um, how can we feel secure if they if they're fighting? You know, killing each other over this oh, cartoon. Yeah, I mean, but you're dealing with fanatics is what it is. I mean, there's no humor in their souls. That's what I said. They have no humor in their souls. They're killing one another over cartoons. And and it's, it's a question of uh, this, is, this is not a rational society. I'm sorry. I, 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 I hated to say I, I was one of the last ones to cave in, but I said, you know, this is, I'm not dealing with a rational 21st century society. And well, as long now, as you're, I'm not, seeing, you're not including, I mean, you're not talking about every single person in an No, but, but you see people that don't stand up for their own. It's, it's like if you don't stand up for yourself, and we're not either. You know, that's what I'm saying. If we don't, then we deserve what we get. Right. But you have to, you have to fight it or stand up. And when people, there's a whole culture that is sitting there watching uh, their, you know, their, their so-called brothers doing these things, and, you're, and we're not looking at it. 50 or 100, we're looking at millions, millions, you know, marching on the streets and rampaging through. And, and when you see people going through with, you know, with jihad, jihad, kill, 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 uh, and, and nobody is out there with a, with a counter, yeah. look how good it was when Lebanon came out with that, that counter demonstration. And, you know, and it helped. Well, you know, the, 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 Christians, part... the Christians in Lebanon stood up. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the problem is yeah. that... Um, People, I mean, I didn't understand it either until a few years ago when um, I started doing research for my book. And there are books out there 
that talk about the history of this. Part of the problem with this and why the American people aren't more outraged and don't quite get it is because um, there is a whole long history to this conflict. It's not something that just started on 9-11. And what people don't understand, and, and on television or in, even in radio news, um, where you don't have the opportunity to get more than sound bites, you know, it's hard to have a whole history lesson. But I would urge all of you to please go out there. There are lots of good books on the history um, of terrorism. And on this, you'll read that um, this has been going on for for centuries. Um, well, unfortunately, we have, a ten- we have the attention span of a net. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, in other words, it's not something that can be easily overturned. We'll just befriend these people, and they'll they'll see it our way. This has been something that's been going on forever. There is a drive amongst some, amongst terrorists, I don't want to say all Arabs, um, or even all Muslims, but just terrorists who are planning to not only um, obliterate Israel, but all the Western world, everyone who doesn't believe in their ideology. And this is not something that is going to be corrected by giving one company some ports. It's not, it's not a company. Don't forget, it's a That's country. Right, a country. But we have to remember that because there's a big difference in giving yeah. a company you know, control over something. But in this case, Bush is turning over to a country. Yeah. This is like, you, know, you mentioned Michael Moore again, who I... Who I can't, I think it's terrible, but I remember it in that, that uh, 9-11 thing that I saw, and I said, my God, if only 10% of this, if only 10% yeah. of this is true, it's frightening. And one of the scenes I remember seeing was him walk with this uh, holding hands, you know, with, with the king mm-hmm. of Saudi Arabia. And, and uh, you know, at one point they were kissing. I'm thinking, oh, my God. I mean, it, was, it made Brookback Mountain look a little familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another topic we can get into today. <laughs> well, not today. We have to save the country first. <laughs> I try. Lord knows I try, but it's you know, not I easy. Mean, it's like it's like uh, you know. I, I mean, the humor. This is so deadly serious that that you need humor to kind of um, make it go down a little easier. But I really. All of you, you really do need to look into this and not just listen to the two minutes that the nightly news or four minutes or, you know, some programs are a little longer have about the subject. You need to go into the history. And call your Congress. And you need, exactly. Well, look how we got Schwarzenegger. I I mean, really, we started a grassroots thing and and got rid of uh, Gray, who was really terrible. But it was it was done. People said it couldn't be done then. But, you know, enough people were so disgusted with with Gray as our... our, uh, governor that, that they had a, a right in and you know we, we changed absolutely so it, it can be done can be done yes now why don't you give people um is there some uh website that people can go to to see your all you have to do is click on arlene peck a-r-l-e-n-e-p-e-c-k on okay. google and, and you I... just go on there and, and i've got about last i looked it was around twenty thousand sites will come up okay and my web is there a, let me, and... wait let me let me spell it uh-huh. Arlene Peck, you said it really quickly. A R L E N E P E C K. Arlene Peck. Just Google her, and you'll see a lot of her columns. They're 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 funny, but they make really strong points. And and it's best redhead at Earthlink.net. Yes. If you would like to uh, write to her, yeah. tell her what what you think about uh, her opinions, my opinions, this topic. Go right ahead. That's bestredhead.net. At Earthlink, no, best straight oh, at Earthlink. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Best redhead at Earthlink. Yeah, they'll find it. <laughs> I'd like to thank you very much, Arlene. Dr. Carol, it's always, it is such a pleasure to, to actually, you know, sit and be able to have a little, little dialogue with someone who really gets it. And it's, it's, it's wonderful because I just know the good you can do by, by uh, doing what you're doing. So just keep it. Well, thank you. And you too. Absolutely. Thanks for me. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.